Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No Okay, and hello, welcome, welcome, one and all. To the Extreme Improv Skills Show. This is the podcast show where I am going to explain some improv skills so that when you're performing improvised theatre, improvised comedy, short form improv in particular with the subject that we're going to be looking at today, you'll feel more comfortable that you know what to do. Now, before we get fully into the podcast, I'm just going to say straight away, and I'll just explain it for a moment, that this is a little bit of a of a test episode. So this is a test episode in the sense that I am attempting for the first time ever to do this podcast live as a like live radio style podcast, but also film it as a video podcast. And this is in particular a test just for me to have two different pieces of software running so that I can see if it works. For all I know, this might be going out and you may not be able to hear me at all, or you might be able to see me on the video one and not hear me there. I really have no idea. But I'm just gonna do this for a few minutes of your time today, and we're gonna have some fun because today's subject is we are going to be talking about how to make up jokes, how to make up puns and in particular the joke and pun telling games that you often find in short form improv shows. Now different games that you will traditionally get in a short form improv show will include things like 99 blanks or world's worst or sex with me or I like my lover like I like my blank and there are a bunch of others. Some of them i happy to say are ideas that I came up with which include stopped by the copper or in the library or doctor doctor and there's there's a few variations but they are all basically a similar game to one another and I'll explain and once you realize how all of these different games are kind of the same game it will actually unlock that you can make up any version of one of these type of games that you want so the principles are Let's start off with 99 Blanks, because it's a game which if you've seen our live shows or if you've seen the Extreme Improv Extreme show on the Extreme Improv YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash Extreme Improv, thanks for the cheeky subscribe there, um, what you'll know is that the game's 
they have different performers all tell jokes which will follow the same rhythm. So the way 99 Blanks works is the performers, if they are performing live on stage, will either step forward from a line, that's why these are often called line games, or online they might wave or buzz in or whatever to say that they have a joke that they'd like to tell. And when they step forward, they'll say, 99 Blanks walk into a bar and the bartender says whatever punchline they come up with. Now, they will replace the word blanks with the name of a profession or some other element, and then they will say whatever punchline they come up with. So realistically, when you're doing the game 99 blanks, you're saying like a set joke and you are just changing the ending. So if, for example, and this is the easiest example in the world to give, and it may seem like a dad joke and it may seem cringy, but that's kind of what the whole purpose of the game is. But we'll say dentist. So uh, 99 dentists walk into a bar and the bartender says, we don't open until 2.30. Tooth hurty, 2.30. You get the idea. So basically what you do is you make it so that the bartender, the barman, the barmaid, whatever way you want to describe them, says a line of dialogue which in some way connects to the person's profession that has walked through the door. Now that is the basis of pretty much all of these jokes and beyond this you can take it a step further. So you could go with the idea, let's take just to give another obvious example, you could say a um, paranormal investigator. So 99 paranormal investigators walk into the bar. They go up to the bartender and say, what spirits do you have on offer? Ta-da! Now, there's a couple of things you'll note there. First of all is the punchline didn't come from the bartender saying it. I said that the customer said it. That's fine, you can do that. Also, the other thing I want to point out, and the more important thing to point out here, is the idea of spirits being a drink and spirits being a ghost means that the connection works both ways. It works both to the setting of it being in a bar or a pub, and it works to the connection that a paranormal investigator would be investigating ghosts or spirits or something like that. Now, for me, that is the ultimate aim. That is the best version of one of these jokes you can do. Something that connects both to the setting and to the subject matter. So the subject matter would be whatever the profession that the audience have suggested is. So let's have a think about a few more things just to break this down even further. So to begin with, like I said, 99 blanks. Now, why is it 99 blanks? Sometimes I hear it as 185 blanks, but realistically, it could be any number. It's just good to be able to have a beginning to the joke because you could just start it a paranormal investigator walks into a bar and he says to the barman do you have any spirits and you could do it that way what's quite useful in terms of this being a game for an improv show is just having the setup of 99 blanks or 185 blanks it just gets you into the rhythm of doing it it also means that the audience have a couple of seconds where they will they a second and a half where they start hearing the beginning of the joke so they tune their ears into what you're saying so as soon as they hear you start saying 99 blanks then they know that they need to be switched on and they haven't missed the beginning of the joke also 
it makes it easy and uniform for them to be able to understand all of the different jokes because usually you're going to tell a lot of different jokes uh, that will all follow this rhythm. So having it so that you just say punchline, it means that you know they get they you've, by the time they've heard it a few times over, they're they're listening, and it also means that they're ready for the punchline. Another benefit of having this uniform intro is it just means that for your other performers, if you were improvising these jokes on the spot, it just allows a little bit of extra thinking time because everyone's going to be stood in the line thinking about, okay, 99 Paranormal Investigators walk into a bar. What, what could that be? Now, some performers will just step forward and say the punchline and... I'm not a big fan of that just for the reason that it gives less thinking time to the others and you don't, why rush it? You can enjoy like the audience getting into your joke and waiting for the punchline. You don't need to just be like if one player says 99 paranormal investigators walk into a bar and they say, do you have any spirits? And then suddenly the next player steps forwards and says, oh, you know, that guy's a slime ball. So he needs to slime her. And it's like, that was a bad one, obviously. But you know what I mean. It's just like, if you just come in with the punchline, then it means that the audience need to think themselves about the context. Now, or it could just be to try and give a better joke than that last terrible one. And it could just be, they walk in to the pub named the Goose, and they don't say boo to her. Boo, you wouldn't say boo to a ghost? No, goose, ghost. I don't know what that expression is you, you you get what I mean you get what I mean you know the idea is if you'd had a little bit more thinking time you may have been able to formulate that into a better joke so I'm going to try giving a few examples one of the challenges I will do on this podcast is as well as telling a couple of bad jokes here I do have if you were just listening but visually you'll see I have the extreme improv suggestion cards which are available as part of the extreme improv board game you can find that out on the website extremed.tv it's about x-s-t-r-e-a-m-e-d dot tv but it's got lots of suggestions on here for characters professions locations and so on and so forth and I'm going to take a few random ones and see if I can turn them into 99 blanks jokes and there's no guarantee I'll be able to and so once again if you're watching on the video stream you'll see that I'm just going to shuffle these up and the first one we've got here is actor profession is actor so let's go for one here 99 actors walk into a bar and they say we want to order some food what cut of meat do you have and it's as simple as that, and that isn't necessarily a good joke, but you can do it. Or it could be 99 actors walk into a bar, and the barmaid says, oh, not you again, I don't want any drama tonight. Ta-da! So you can just come up with anything that connects to the idea of, of the job. So, like I said, the ideal would be that you come up with something that connects to the location, this being a bar or pub, and the profession, this time being actor. And ooh, I'm not sure what I can come up with off the top of my head, but then the way to see if you can come up with something is you start going through your mental thesaurus. So if you've got the idea of an actor, then you start thinking in your head, right, what do I know about actors? What do I know about acting? So acting, actors, drama, theatre, 
stage, um, lines, and what else do you have to do with actors, auditions, and let's see what we can do with any of those. So 99 actors walked into the bar and the barmaid said, look, you're still not coming in here. I heard that you guys were in the back last time doing lines. Now that implies that they were in the back doing drugs, doing like a line of cocaine, but doing lines is something that an actor does. They read their lines. Okay, what other profession? Let's see if we've got another one. I can't think off the top of my head of actor plus 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 pub what would that be other than the fact that actors always just inevitably hanging out in pubs and you could do a joke which is just 99 actors walk into a bar and they all get drinks because they're unemployed but because obviously 90% of the time most actors are unemployed and that's just the nature of the biz now let's see what we've got here 99 astronauts 99 astronauts walk into a bar let's see what we can do with this we are going to say um, 99 astronauts walk into a bar and the bartender says, oh, with 99 of you here, there's not much space. Ta-da! So you get the idea. So astronauts linked to space. Okay. 99 astronauts walk into a bar. One of them drops their pint. They bend over to pick it up. And the bartender says, look, I don't want to see Uranus, which obviously is about seeing your anus, which is obviously the joke for the fact that the planet is called Uranus or Uranus if you want to go that way but then you can turn that into another joke so 99 uh, astronauts walk into a bar and one of them goes into the gents and they say oh you should have seen the wall there was urine us everywhere meaning urine so that's another t take on it and 99 astronauts walk into the bar and the bartender says oh sorry we've closed you've missed out we're shuttle because obviously astronauts go off in a shuttle and 99 astronauts walk into a bar they order a salad and they say oh but we don't want any rocket on it because rocket is a name of like a leafy salady thing there you go so you get the idea most of those connected just to the profession and that's fine because the profession is the thing that the audience has given you and hopefully you can fire off a lot of jokes that connects that way. What you can't really do is do something that connects just to the setting and doesn't connect to the to the profession. So let's see if we can think of something. And let's see. You couldn't really say 99 astronauts walked into a bar and they got into a battle with the barman, and the barman was punch drunk. Ha 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 ha. Because you get it, like, the reason that doesn't work as well is because the barman connects to the idea of someone being drunk, but you're like, well, what does it matter? Punch drunk, what does that have to do with him being an astronaut? Nothing. What would work is if you'd got a boxer. Now, a boxer plus a barman might get into a scrape and yes the barman was punch drunk and now that works because it's got the boxer it's got the bar it's got punch it's got drunk and that way it's something that connects to both that's the principles of 99 blanks let's see if we can do one more see if we notice any other um, characteristics of this game in particular that I'd want to highlight like you can you can play around with the format a little bit so if you've got a reason 
you could say 98 boxers walk into a bar and they say, well, where's the last two? And they says, well, the ref couldn't count to 10 or I don't know, something like that. And it could be a reason or you could be, well, yeah, um, why did, no, so 90, or you could say 10 boxers walk into the bar and the barmaid say, where's the other 90 of you? And it's like, well, the referee could only count to 10. And so there's only 10 of us here. I don't know, but you get the idea of what I'm going for. Some reason that the number is different at the beginning might lead to the joke you've got. Let's see what the next one we've got here. 99 firefighters. 99 firefighters walk into a bar. 99 firefighters walk into the bar. One of them goes up to the barmaid, says, oh, you're hot. And let's see, what else have we got? Uh, 99, firefighter, 99 firefighters walk into a bar and uh, there was a, a bunch of girls in there that were all very rude and they're like, oh, I don't like those hoes. And oh, see, sometimes you'll do jokes which uh, sometimes will seem perhaps a little bit politically incorrect for whatever reason. Something like that I feel like you can get away with and I know to some people's tastes they won't like that because it would seem like, oh, it's derogatory to women or or whatever, like if you make a joke and it's about someone and it's like connects to a country, you need to be careful and I understand that. Uh, for me, just using like a insulting term, it, that wasn't about all women obviously, that was just relating to whoever these unpleasant ones were, so it was using an insulting term. So just in the same sense, you might have some uh, someone say, 99 dog groomers walk into the bar and the bar major was a real bitch to them. And again, you understand what I'm going for here. So let's see what else we've got. So I've spoken about 99 blanks. Let's take the same principle and apply it to a different game. Because basically the way all of the games work is the audience suggestion of a profession or some other element, and I'll explain what I mean by that in a second, is combined with the setting. So if you said, um, let's see what the next one we've got here, Lion Tamer, oh gosh, uh, 90, well it doesn't have to be 99, so why was the Lion Tamer stopped by the copper? Why was the Lion Tamer stopped by the copper? And so it doesn't matter about the 99 whatever, but the why was the is the beginning intro to the joke. So why was the lion tamer stopped by the copper? The copper obviously meaning a police officer. And then you could come up, I'm sure just during me saying this, you've already come up with a few puns yourself. But why was the lion tamer stopped by the copper? Because he didn't tell the truth. Yes, he was always lion. Ta-da! Uh, let's see if we've come up with another one. Uh, so why was the lion tamer stopped by the copper? Because he pushed the copper over, who scraped his arm. Yes, it was raw. So you, you get the idea. So now we're trying to think of what is there that might connect to a cop and might connect to the idea, in this case, the profession being a lion tamer. So you could do 99 lion tamers walk into the bar and... The lion tamers say, oh, I just gave you a £50 note. And then the barman says, no, it was only a £10 note. Stop lying. And that way you connect the idea of 
the joke of the pun into the activity they do in the pub. When I have a lion tamer stopped by a copper, I will say, stop lion to the copper because you have to tell the truth to the police, otherwise you get in trouble with the law. Let's see if I can think of another one. What do you know? Um, what do I know about lion? So once again, let's do the brainstorming session. So the things that come to my head is lion, mane, uh, raw, Lion King, Simba, Nala, I don't know what else I know, Big Cat. So what was one I said, Maine? Maine you can definitely get something out of. So why was the Lion Tamer stopped by the copper? Sorry, I just had to pause to think about that. Ta-da, you thought I was going to say something about the word Maine. Uh, they stopped for directions. They wanted to know which way it was to Main Street. Let's see if I can do anything that connects to a copper though. Lion Tamer and Copper. So let's think, let's think. Right, so why was the Lion Tamer stopped by the Copper? Because the Copper knew deep down that the Lion Tamer had done something wrong and they always prided themselves in their job. Again, that doesn't really connect to the Copper, but again, it's a working pun. So let's see what else we've got stopped by the Copper. I'll tell you what, just doing this podcast, I've really put the pressure on myself to come up with some amount of jokes. And I started out very rocky. And I'm not going to lie, I feel like I've come up with a few that are all right. But uh, again, the main purpose of me doing this podcast today is to test. Can I film it and make it a YouTube video as well as record it live as an audio podcast and afterwards I will check to see if these results are working. We're 20 minutes in, I'm going to keep going for a little bit more just because we've only spoken so far about 99 blanks walking into a bar and why were whatever blanks stopped by the copper. Let's see what the next one would be. Why was the vicar stopped by the copper? I'm going to skip that one because like I said about the sexist jokes earlier, I'm going to start doing like religious jokes if I do that and that isn't the purpose of what what I'm doing here, although I do have one, so I'm going to do it. So why was the vicar stopped by the copper? Because the vicar had been bad and the copper wanted to collar him because obviously a vicar wears a dog collar. Boom, nailed it. So, um... Apologies if that's offensive. I don't think it should be. You can never tell anymore. Now, let's see what we've got here. Why was the wizard stopped by the copper? Why was the wizard stopped by the copper? It's because the copper himself needed directions, and he only stopped the wizard for a short spell. Ta-da! So, let's see what else we can do with wizards. So, what, once again, let's go on to our brainstorming mode. Why was the wizard stopped by the copper? Wizard. Harry Potter. Lord of the Rings, Gandalf, Dumbledore, Hermione, nothing's coming to mind, Wand. Okay, here we go. Why was the wizard stopped by the copper? Because the copper was suspicious of the wizard because they were just wandering around the streets aimlessly. We get the idea. Um, Let's see, what are some of the other joke games? So, another one is Sex With Me. So the way the structure of sex with me is sex with me is like a blank. And then the audience will tell you what the blank is. And earlier I mentioned about elements. So if so far we've used profession, you don't just have to stick to professions. You could use an object and I'll see if what this one card uh, can give us. So it would be, oh, this is the wizard card. So if you said profession, sex with me is like a wizard. 
And let's see, what, how would sex with me be like a wizard? So I've already done what wizard puns I can come up with. Um, mm, I don't know, maybe oh, something about a cold run, cold run, I don't know. Let's go to a different one, I'm struggling on that one. Let's see. Okay, so sex with me is like a zookeeper. I'm an animal, is the idea of what you'd go there. So obviously a zookeeper isn't an animal, but it connects to animals. So sex with me is like a zookeeper. I'm like an animal. Let's see what else. Sex with me is like a zookeeper. I have my whip. So you can see how, once again, that's a profession. So you think the subject matter is the profession here. The setting this time is sex. So on the last one, it was being stopped by the police. So it's like, what could you get? Law enforcement plus profession equals punchline. And before that, it was pub plus, plus profession equals punchline. We're now going to move it away. Sex plus profession is one option. But let's see what else we've got on the suggestion card. We have here object. Okay. Uh, and the object on this card is time machine. So you could say, um, sex with me is like a time machine. I'm going to take you back to 69. Ta-da! Let's see what else I can do with that. So sex with me is like a time machine. Um, you'll wish you could go back and undo it. Get the idea? So let's see what other, pr not profession this time, what other objects we can say sex with me is like. Uh, sex with me is like a cross. Sex with me is like a cross. You'll feel pretty cross afterwards. Um, sex with me is like a cross. There is definitely going to be. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. A big piece of wood. Get the idea? These are definitely going into dirty joke territory now, but that's because we're talking about the idea of the game Sex With Me. Let's see if there is one more object. Just drop some of the cards. You wouldn't have known that if I wasn't doing the video podcast, but... Now you've seen my error, and I have to accept it. So let's see what we've got here. Glasses. So sex with me is like a pair of glasses. And let's see. Um, sex with me is like a pair of glasses. You need to focus on it. Ta-da. Okay. Sex with me is like a pair of glasses. You'll enjoy the contact. Now, obviously, a contact lens is an alternative to a glasses, but it's it's in the same genre of item, so you can get away with that. Let's talk about a different game. So we might go back to professions for a second, because we're going to talk about 
World's Worst. So World's Worst is ever so slightly different. The way World's Worst works is that you will have your lineup of characters, lineup of actors rather, or and they'll step forward or they'll wave if they're doing it online to give examples of the world's worst blank. So I've got here world's worst drug dealer. So there isn't a structure to what you say here. This is an example where you basically go into the punchline. So let's have a look. Um, you also, the I guess if there is a structure to World's Worst, it's that you're giving an example of something bad. The expectation of the audience is that you're not going to be a good drug dealer, it's that you're going to be doing something that's a bad drug dealer. And like, so an example of the World's Worst drug dealer, it'd be like, okay, here's your drugs, but let me just check first. Do you have any allergies to eggs? So, oh, do you have any allergies to bananas? Oh, well, you can't have these then. And it would just be something like this. Um, let's see what else we can do. I don't know about world's worst drug dealer, but you're just going to be coming up with things that kind of subvert people's traditional expectations of whatever that profession would be. So if you expect a drug dealer to be someone that's a bit scary and intimidating, you might make them, oh, hello, ever so friendly, hello, lovely. But that probably in itself um, won't be funny enough. You'd need to come up with something for them to say. So it might be world's worst drug dealer. You might start things off looking like you're going to be intimidating. And you might be, oh, hello, here's your drugs. See you tomorrow, mum. And then you suddenly realise that, oh, well, they're, they're dealing drugs to their mum. That wouldn't be what you'd expect. They were acting all happy with it. And, and that's where the idea of the humour would come from. Let's see what the next card is. So the next object I've got is guillotine. Uh, so sex with me is like a guillotine. So you might say uh, sex with me is like a guillotine. Uh, you get, something's going to get cut off midway if you're not careful. Um, sex with me is like a guillotine. You may lose your head. And that can imply other things. These are all becoming dirty jokes. Let's go on to a different joke structure. So, let's see. So, hang on. Was I just doing sex with me? What was I meant to be doing? World's worst. Jesus, I'm very sorry. Let's see what the profession was. I just looked down at object and went back again. So, we've got here model. So, world's worst model. Um, the world's worst improv coach would be the one that teaches the game that they were doing a minute ago and forgets that they actually changed game. I could say it was planned, but look, if you're going to fail, fail big. Take ownership. Now, let's have a look. So, we were doing the game world's worst. So, world's worst model. And it could just be that you step forward, you start off doing your walk as if you're doing like a model walk. And then you could just start turning around and be like, why is everyone staring at me? Stop following me. Or something like that. Might be funny, might not be. Sometimes it's hard to judge these things when you're on your own. But let's let's think about another one. I've just got one here. Uh, world's worst town crier. This one is an easy thing that you can do for it. Step forward. Hear ye, hear ye. <clears throat> And I don't know if you could definitely pick that up on the audio podcast, but basically I did the hear ye, hear ye thing, but in a very soft and pathetic voice, because obviously that person wouldn't make for a very good town crier. 
So let's see. We've looked at the ideas of World's Worst, which I admit is slightly different. Another one, like you'd see on Whose Lines It Anyway, is Scenes from a Hat, or as they might do it on like Mock the Week, and it would be called Scenes We'd Like to See. And you'd just get some random suggestions of like scenes or scenarios, and then you just have to come up with like a one or two line scene that kind of sums that up. Now I don't know how well I'll be able to do that and I don't because I don't know if I've got the the correct suggestions on the suggestion cards to lend itself to this game. I do have the Extreme Improv suggestion app which you can get at the website www.extremes.tv forward slash suggestions. It loads in the app so therefore works on any device that connects to the internet. And this one does have some random scenarios. Okay, so the first one I've got is on the run from the law. What could you do with that? So if you are on the... So your scenario is you're on the run from the law. And it could just be like, oh, oh, I hope they don't find me. Hello, welcome to the police station. Ah, oh. And that would probably be played out by uh, two performers to be able to do something like that, which you can completely do on the game Scenes from a Hat or Scenes We'd Like to See. Let's see what another one is. Um, scenes we'd like to see Netflix and chill and you get the two characters sitting there one might be like well hello and the other one might be oh Stranger Things is on and they're watching Netflix and they're cold so Netflix and chill basically once again this game is based around subverting audience expectations so if they expect you to do one thing you just do something slightly different. That's the basic idea of it. Now, let's have a look to see if we've got one more scenario on this. I probably should have quit whilst I'm ahead. You've been kidnapped. You've been uh, kidnapped. What can you do to make that fun? That's just horrific. Horrific. So, um, uh, you've been kidnapped, and so the scenario might be... Um, that you're really annoying. So it might be that the person comes in there, the kidnapper, and they're like, okay, if you want to see uh, your wife again, you're going to have to give me $100,000. And then you could get the person in the background, like they're the upset wife, and then you could get the person coming in as if they're uh, the husband, like $100,000. Well, I was just about to get that new Porsche. And then you can make the joke based on the idea that, oh, they don't really want to rescue the person from being kidnapped. So anyway, that is the idea of that game, subverting expectations. So once again, and it's the same with all of these, even if I haven't mentioned it here, you think through your mental thesaurus. So what do you know about someone being kidnapped? Uh, they might be bound, they might be gagged, and you might be able to get something out of the front, the idea of like, you know, you said to... Um, like, where is the kidnapped person? You said to gag them, so I told them some jokes. Right, you get the idea. Um, so you think around your mental thesaurus. So kidnapped, bound, gagged, ransom, um, negotiators, police. You think through all of these things. Safe house, I don't know. Panic rooms. You, you think around all of the things that might connect. And then you think, right, well, what of those can you turn into... A joke what might be a word play or like an unexpected or funny scenario just to twist what people's expectations are okay let's have a look now at how you can take any idea and turn it into one of these kind of joke games as a joke structure 
So like I said, the first one was 99 blanks. The idea of it was that you have 99 whatever profession the audience have said combined with a bar. So profession plus bar equals punchline. The second one was stopped by the copper, in which case it was profession plus police equals punchline. And like I said, you might have to change your wording, but if you do a joke that connects to the profession but doesn't connect to the to the scenario, this time being copper or bar, it might just be that you change the wording but you basically give the same punchline. So like I said, the ideal would be that you say something like 99 paranormal investigators go into a bar and they drink lots of spirits. So that connects to both the bar and it connects to the paranormal investigator. If you said 90, sorry, if you said why was the paranormal investigator stopped by the copper, then you have to think, is there a way of connecting this same punchline to the police officer? Now there's no reason, well, okay, so you could be, you could go with, why was the paranormal investigator stopped by the copper? They were arrested for drunken disorderly behaviour because they were drinking spirits. So it's the same punchline, but I have to change the wording so now it connects the idea that they were arrested for it. So, what you know, sex with me is like a paranormal investigator. It's like I'm possessed by spirits. You could just, that just about works. Or you might just be able to make a joke out. It was like he was a demon possessed or something like that. Let's have a think. So why did the, what did the paranormal investigator do in the library? Let's think about that. What did the paranormal investigator do in the library? Um, they liked to drink, so they got a book on spirits. So you could, that's a way of using the same pun over and over again. Um, but you could then think paranormal investigator plus library. What does that lend it to? When as soon as the why so the paranormal investigator went into the library, and as soon as they walked in, the librarian got chills down their spine because obviously a book has a spine. So inevitably you'll end up finding that you can adapt some of the same lines, but it might just be that the different scenario lends itself to a different outcome. So let's have a look. So like that was, why did the blank go to the library? It could be, you know, what did, again, this is a law related one, but what did the judge say to the blank in court? What did the judge say to the blank in court? Now I've never tried this structure before, I don't think, but let's see what I can come up with it, just to prove the theory works. So, um, so I forget my own structure. What did the blank say to the judge in court? So, or what did the judge say to the blank in court? Either way. So what did the photographer say to the blank in court? So, that's wrong. What did the photographer say to the judge in court? What did the photographer say to the judge in court? I didn't shoot him, your honor. Shoot him, camera. Um, what did the photographer say to the judge in court? I didn't know how these I didn't know how that situation would develop. There you go because photographers develop film. Uh, what did the judge say to the photographer on court? 
in court. You were caught on film. There we go. So lots of ways of doing it. So let's see what else you could do. You could say, um, what did the blank, ah, this is a slightly different one. What did the blank eat in McDonald's? Or you could just say the restaurant. So what did the blank eat in McDonald's? Let's see again what we've got here. Now, McDonald's might be an example of making it too specific. One, it might be that, oh, this is a copyright issue, and I don't know how much McDonald's are going to sue you over a joke structure, but it might be that uh, you'd be like, oh, I'd have the perfect line if it was about KFC or Burger King. But, uh, but anyway, you get what I mean. So making something too specific like that might not work. So then you might think, well, what can we do just to give ourselves more options? So what did the blank eat in McDonald's or what did the blank eat in the restaurant? <clears throat> and let's see what we're going to have here first. I'll go once again with the profession. What did the hitman eat in McDonald's? And oof, let's think. Um, I don't know. It was all dead meat. That's what you could say. It's dead meat. It's a bit threatening. It's about that a hitman kills someone. So, um, what did the hitman eat in McDonald's? He had the new McDonkey burger. Yes, there was an ass, ass in his meal. I don't know. You get what I'm going for there? Donkey burger. So, whatever. You get what I mean. But if you made it, what did the hitman eat at the restaurant? Uh, so what? So once again, let's think it through our mental thesaurus of hitman. So sniper, silencer. Um, so again, you go to the idea of what did the hitman eat in the restaurant? He just wanted some peace and quiet whilst having food with his wife. So he told the noisy people next door, uh, next door at the next table, to silence her. I don't know. You get what I mean, though. So you take... But the idea of eating something is an interesting idea. I haven't really thought about that one before. Let's see if we've got one more just to try the theory. So what did the DJ eat at McDonald's? What did the DJ... So with this, I feel like a little bit more pressure to think specifically about McDonald's. So McNuggets. And so what's good about that is obviously I said McDonkey before is... When it comes to like McDonald's in particular, there are some common brand terms. A Big Mac, a McNugget, a McFlurry, things like this, which you can perhaps take the, the Muck or the Mac or something like this to latch onto other words. So what did the DJ eat in McDonald's? Doesn't matter what he eats, but he was facing the window and he didn't like it, so he turned table. Say turntable, DJ, get it? I, I'm winging this. I've come up with a ton of jokes in the last 40 or so. 40 minutes, I should wrap this up soon. Right, if you're still watching this or listening to this, kudos to you. Hope you're having a good time. I hope as you're listening to this, in fact, you are coming up with lots of your own jokes or puns or what have you. Now, let's see what else we've got on here. So, what did the. Sh so, on these cards, it's got animal. Now, obviously, you could go with the, why did the blank cross the road? And once again, like the classic joke, obviously, is why did the chicken cross the road? And it's to get to the other side. And it's just the most obvious answer. Of course, that's why it crossed the road. It was trying to get to the other side. But that doesn't really apply to anything else. And other than the fact that people know 
that's that's that is that classic joke crossing to the other side is nothing to do with the chicken so if we were to apply like the logic we've spoken about of how to formulate punchlines to that old joke and the fact is no one thinks why did the chicken cross the road to get to the other side is actually genuinely funny so that doesn't follow the structure of it doesn't connect to the chicken at all. Crossing to get to the other side could be anything. So you could do that joke with anything. So here we've got shark. Why did the shark cross the road? To get to the other side. It's just obvious, but it has nothing to do with it being a shark. So if you were to try to make that the punchline, you could go with something. What connects to the other side? Now, you could say, why did? Well, I'm, glad, I'm glad this comes full circle. Why did the paranormal investigator cross the road to get to the other side and finally that works now there's some of you that may think that i planned that ages ago just so that i could come to this joke and it would connect to the classic chicken joke it's just coincidence and it's great when coincidences like that happen but let's see why did the shark cross the road uh because he wanted to loan someone something loan shark i have nothing for that finn okay this joke is finn Ta-da. Right, I'm going to begin to wrap things up there, but I hope this has been useful. hope it's been entertaining if you were just listening or watching me squirm as I'm trying to come up with jokes just to prove that I know a little bit of what I'm talking about here. Now, I don't say that any of these are good jokes. And one of the important things to remember is that the context that you'd probably be telling these in if you're doing this for an improv show is that the audience expectations are going to be that these jokes are a little bit cringy and no one expects them to be that good and you might get the reaction from the audience of oh or boo or oh like something like this and that's fine if you get that reaction at least it's a reaction what i'd say to be careful of is you and your fellow performers all doing that reaction to each other now it doesn't mean i'm saying that you should laugh at each other's jokes if things aren't funny but if you get what people are going for and it's in the spirit of fun, you know, try to laugh at something rather than have the, oh, this is cringe reaction, because that feeling is infectious to the audience. So if, if the audience are watching the stage and there's five or six performers and they're all going, oh, then the audience are going to be going, oh, they're just because you've told them that these jokes are bad. If you're having fun, they will have fun. They will start thinking about, Oh, what what bad jokes can I come up with too? And they might want to say one. And you and you can all build each other up rather than knock each other down. Not that I'm saying that's your intention, but if you give like silent reaction or a negative reaction, it's infectious. So be careful. Laughter is infectious too. So anyway, I, I've, I'm not going to lie. I really hope this podcast has worked. Like I've done a lot of podcasts in the past, but. Basically, over the last couple of years, with doing the live extreme improv, extreme shows, and the other streaming shows that we do, I've not had anywhere near as much time to do podcasts. So this was an idea I had of, can I set up things on my computer so that I can both record a audio podcast and record it for video as well, because that feels like it's quite an important thing to do. Now... I've just recorded this video, so I will have to upload it. It won't 
it won't go out live, but in the future I might try putting it out there live. If you have hound, if you hound, oh, if you have found what I've said to be at all useful, and you think that perhaps there is a tiny chance I know what I'm talking about, I would suggest you check out the Extreme Improv Big Book of Improv Games, which is available in paperback and Kindle forms, and is available on Amazon all the way around the world. And you can also find it in some bookshops and like, you know, so-called finding this in Waterstones on their website. So wherever you want to get it from, the easiest place to get it from is Amazon. It says how to do over 100 games. Now, when I wrote this book in 2020 and it does tell you how to do games like World's Worst that we discussed. It also tells you about games like 99 Blanks. Let's just see. So quick fire games. What ones does it cover? World's Worst. Uh, Cross the Road. So literally what I was just talking about. 99 Blanks. Walk into a bar. And what I can and it's like scenes from the audience. So like scenes from a hat. And it has some more. But it doesn't have all of the ones I've just spoken about. So the reason for that is because they're all somewhat similar structures. And in a later book that I will do, and there will be a second edition of this, it will include more games, and it will give like the specific characteristics of something like Stopped by the Copper, or maybe something like In the Library, or just whatever I think are really good ones. So the eating one was quite good, though, so I'll probably try to remember to include something that takes that structure and develop it a bit more, and then I'll give you lots of tips on that. But this does say how to play over 100 short-form improv games, and it's usually all of the games that we do on the Extreme Improv Extreme shows. So do make sure you check that out. If you've enjoyed this video, put a comment, let me know, and I will promise try to do a lot more of these kind of videos. I love doing the Extreme Improv Skills show, and I will get back to it more and more as time goes on. Um, but for now, like please smash the subscribe button on youtube.com forward slash extreme improv so we've got several youtube channels nowadays we have the extreme improv one we have a new geek battle channel a gaming channel called geek battle gaming the slam jam wrestling show and the jet lagged and loving it channels all of them have got their individual channels just because i know that if people are just really here for the improv it means that there won't be just tons of random like video game or movie related videos and that's fine extreme improv extremes likes to do lots of different content for lots of different people usually just based around lots of similar interests for or interests that lots of people may have if they like one thing they might like the other i'm rambling now but i'm just gonna start putting on the end music i have had an absolute whale of a time so, uh, smash that subscribe button. Let's get this music started. And there we go. So, until next time, stay safe, always stay extreme, and ciao for now. Bye!